right about him. I'm always right. It's like when I'm right, I'm right. And when I'm wrong, I could have been right. So I'm still right because I could have been wrong. That makes sense. Come on. Episode 5-3, we in the house. Well, this Kevin McHale six. Oh, my gosh. Does Kevin McHale have the body of a white Scotty Pippen? Don't answer it now. Let it marinate. What up, people? Episode 53. All right, you're going first because I like mine. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so number 53. I told Ivan before we started, I'm reaching so hard with this pick that I've thrown out both of my shoulders. So my number 53 comes from the year 1953 with a specific player during that year. So it's not that person's jersey number. But right now, their baseball card is literally one of the highest cards that you can possibly bid on, auction on, or sell because this person arguably had the worst season for an all-star in professional <laughs> sports, but he was so great that they gave him the slide anyway. So I'm going to read a quick excerpt of why I picked this athlete in 1953. <clears throat> Penniless. Page returned to his barnstorming days after being released from the Indians. When Vecek bought an 80% interest in the St. Louis Barons, he soon signed Page in his first game back in the major leagues on 19 and on July 18th, 1951, against the Washington Senators. Page picked six, pitched six innings of shutout baseball oh until the seventh when he gave up three runs. He ended the season with a three and four record with a 4.79 ERA. In 1952, Rogers Hornsby took over as manager of the Browns. And despite past accusations of racism, Hornsby was less hesitant to use Page than Bordeaux was four years before. Page was so effective that when Hornsby was fired by Vichick, his successor, Martin Marin, seemed not to want to risk going more than three games without using Page in some form. By July 4th, with Page waving, with Page having worked in 25 games, Casey Stingel named professor. him to the American Professor Casey Stingel named him to the American I'll League. Stangle, but go ahead. I'm paying Stingel. No, I'm saying I'm saying that as if we back in the, in those in those Baron days and those Browns days. Stingel named him to the American League All-Star team, making him the first black pitcher on an all AL All-Star team. The All-Star game was cut short after five innings due to rain, and Page never got in. Stingel resolved, Stingel resolved to name him to the team fo the following year. Page finished the year at 12-10 and 10 with a 3.7 ERA for a team that lost 90 games. He won 12, he won 12 games on a team that lost 90. Stenjo kept his word. Yup. Stenjo kept his word and named Page to the 1953 All-Star team, despite Page not having a very good year. Page ended the year with a disappointing three and nine record. Page was released after the season when Vichick sold the Browns. That is for one Leroy Robert Satchel Page. Also, um, because that's a baseball card that I've wanted to buy, obviously. They misspelled Satchel on the card. Mm-hmm. Yep. So for those that don't know, it's a, it's, it's a great looking car. Like, it's very simple. It's, it's, it's old school. I love it. It literally looks like it was painted. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's it does real, look like a painting, car. like a canvas painting. Mm -hmm. That's strong. I, I shoot, I shoot, you know, it's like, that's how you know I'm a collector. One, like a collector of like the Negro Leagues, but also just a baseball card collector in general. As soon as you said 1953, I was like, yep, I know which one it is. But I had to check. I was like, I think I'm fairly sure that I know it. Yeah, I love now, it. Okay, I need to be careful of how many drinks I have. Otherwise, one get might, might get purchased like soon. <laughs> anyway, well, I got 25 racks to drop real quick on a nine mint. No, I don't think the nine exists. They exist according to the uh the like the official keeper of records when it comes to the best baseball cards there is. Like when you Google it, it comes yeah, up. The as, current like, ones the on eBay, one. I think the top is a PSA two. Yeah, a nine sold for 25 racks. Honestly, I'm surprised it wasn't more. Same. By the way, have I, I would... told you have I told you my favorite satchel page card that I own that I bought from a tops thing last year? I'm, I'm you're gonna yell at me for not telling you about this. Um, but here let, let me even share my screen. It was just so, the, just so the listeners can understand, I even don't be saying nothing about no deals until after he acquires said deal. And then later on, be like, look what happened. And it's like, dog, <laughs> I could have I did that too. Just let shoot share the link. 
Throw the link over there. All right. So it's this thing called uh, Tops Project 70. So they've had like artists. Oh, I, I, know, about, yeah, I know about that. Yeah. Have you seen the Satchel Page one? I saw the Satchel Page one, yeah. Yeah. So I, I got that one. The, I uh, saw it after the fact, though. I didn't the see Satchel it. The like, Satchelmatic? Yeah. I didn't see it like when it was like out and available for purchase when it first came out. I saw it like after if, the fact. If, here, if it makes you feel better, you can buy one on eBay for less than I paid. Nope. That don't make me feel good because it should cost more. Well, with shipping, it might. Even though it's a good deal, I don't like that they don't saturate like that. There's plenty that are more expensive if that's going to make you feel better. (laughs) But now you're letting people profit off of that. (laughs) Here you do. You buy one cheaper, and then you donate the other $3 to the Negro Negro League Museum. Simple enough. Before we go on, you know what's one of my gripes right now? I'm actually surprised that you didn't go with my my first 53. But yeah, go ahead. I feel really good about both of mine now. One of my gripes right now is that whenever I see dope stuff related to things like the Negro League, it's at the most unconventional time. Financial time. I, well, I don't have the ability to really take advantage of all of this. And like that's that. been, and it should be a lot easier, more readily available places. I know I can get it online. I'm not saying that, but I like to look and feel like the old Negro League stuff literally feels like the uniforms a lot of the time. And it's like, yo, this is dope. This is like straight up like the jerseys. This is like, the, and I need to see it. Yeah, we, it. well, we still need to figure out a time to get down to Kansas City. That's that's the key for like no, literally no. a long weekend because we're going to be there every day for three days straight. What you doing for Memorial Day weekend? Um... I should be around. I'm going to Texas, I think, the week before. Memorial Day weekend, I'm free, though. And then I got the uh, Halsey concert that following week, so I took a few days off to go down the Cape after that. So I can make it. We're going to talk about this off air because we okay. got, I got to still make it up to the Cape. <clears throat> okay. Anyways, this, there's still a second ticket for you if you want. It. So we, we can make that really happen. Okay, so I have – Two, because one came to mind after my original one. So I'm going to use one as a transition to our next conversation. But before I do, I would be remiss to not pick at least one athlete, legendary athlete who wore number 53, one Troy Escalade Jackson. R.I.P. to the great. If you don't know who Escalade is, get yourself educated. Dude, I love that pick. That's a fantastic pick. And there's a 30 for 30 coming out on the N1 mixtape tour where he is prominently featured in the trailer. He's like, it's funny that he went to Louisville too. He went to like, a real school. No, but it's like, I, I, he to me is the basketball equivalent of like Jared Lorenzen, except probably more talented. Wow, Jared Lorenzen. That's and so you got player. the Louisville and Kentucky mix there. It's kind of crazy. Anyways. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, it, you can't really talk about Escalade, right, unless you're playing highlights, and we're not. Mm. So I, I feel like that's where I want to leave it is if you if you don't know Escalade, go watch Escalade. But Please do. for my 53, this is a high school legendary athlete who's now 53 years old. Ooh, okay. Um, he didn't play college ball. But he was legendary in high school. Um, number 14 on the court. Mm-hmm. Number one in everyone but maybe Jada's heart, Will Smith. <laughs> oh, what a pull. What a pull. I thought about it uh, yesterday. I was like, how old is Will? I was like, there's no way he's going to be exactly 53. I was like, yep, sure is. <laughs> And, 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 and I and I swear to God, when I searched that, I looked at my phone. It was five thirty-five, and I was like, yeah, "This best. is serendipity." <laughs> One of the best things about that poll is the fact that <clears throat> he could actually currently be a professional athlete because there are professional slap leagues now. So That's he not only was an athlete, but he can get back into it at a later age, kind of like Satchel. You're not wrong. Satchel may have been a rookie at 53, too. We'll, we'll give him a shout out there. Oh, for sure, for sure. So, um, I mean, we all knew that we were going to talk about this this week. Um, <laughs> the most Philadelphia, what, three minutes in maybe the history of award shows? I would say 10 minutes because you probably didn't even catch it after that Jill Scott before. 
But Jill Scott before after all of that, I was like, Jill Scott's there? Like, yeah. They're surrounded. The Philly takeover is real. Dude, that's crazy. That's like, like at first, I ain't gonna lie, man. I was hyped at first because I was watching it with, with Kinger. And like, I drove 45 to, I drove about an hour to his crib just to watch it with him. I was like, yo, I want to watch it with somebody who cares about this. I'm gonna leave Philly for a little while, go up there. And we were watching it and it was good. Like, it was cool. It was like, okay, cool. We was, I had some drinks, had some food. We was laughing and all that. And then, we saw the broadcast and we were like, yo, did you see that? It was like, yeah, this is weird. Like it's just, it stopped. And then it came back and then, but it came back at the wrong time. Cause it came back with Will yelling, but it was bleeped out. So they bleeped them up, but they went to the cameras, which I don't know why they did that, but they went to the cameras of him just yelling. And then, uh, <laughs> and then everybody just starts going online. Like, right, what happened here? What's good? And then yeah, shout out to Brazil. Going, was it Brazil? Uh, the one we saw first was actually, the Australian one we saw first was, it was Australia, yeah. and then the Japanese one came out with That's the full audio Japanese. because the oh, Australian yeah. no, one. No, Brazil, have... Brazil was the Spider-Man trailer. You're right. That was, that was <laughs> man, I had this one. Yeah, you could like you could see what's going on, kind of sort of, but no, the audio changes the whole world, and and it was it was interesting, man. Like at first, I was like, oh shit, Philly, this is crazy, la, da, da, da. and then I was, and then I was, I was even telling people, yeah, I'm replacing William Penn with Willard Smith tomorrow on top of City Hall. You know what I mean? If you need. <laughs> Then as as it wore on though, that shit just was embarrassing. That shit felt like it it hurt my soul. Like I think what I realized I wasn't proud of it was when not only Chris Rock's my favorite comedian of all time, so I really have skin. He firmed that too. <clears throat> he didn't yes. even, he didn't even rub the cheek. No, he know that hurt. You know yeah. that shit hurt. Yeah, because because Chris Rock is like fifty three. So like Let's you can't see. be getting hit like that. Yeah, Chris Let's Rock see. is like fifty three. Well, he I might. know he's. He, I was gonna say he might be even a little older. He 57. 52. 57. My bad. See, 57. So it's like, you know, you can't be taking no falls. You can't be taking no licks. You can't be taking nothing at that age. Everything's going to hurt even if you don't do anything. So, Especially when you're trying to sell uh, tour tickets, too. Yeah, yeah, with Kevin Hart, too. So you know yeah. it's going to be wild. And the fact that he's on there with a Philly guy, I wonder if he's going to just snuff Kevin Hart just for the love. Be like, yo, just off a of GP, man. I, somebody got to catch but, I mean, I mean, this was a night that the internet was also undefeated. I, we'll, we'll get back oh, to, yeah. like, the embarrassing versus yeah. – my, well, some of my favorites were someone was like, if this was Dave Chappelle, he'd be currently in his third hour of strictly Jada jokes. <laughs> also, like when they said Chris Rock should have said, this is going to hurt till August. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of August jokes of, of like, you know, I, I always appreciate when a, when a man steps up for his woman. So it's nice of Will to take uh, take care of that while August isn't here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dog. And you know what's crazy? You know, you know what was the best part of that, because none of that was shit was great on high spot. No. But you know what was the best part of it? If you had to guess what, what I would think the best part of that whole situation was, what would you say? Um, that Quest got to be there? Or, or Denzel. I'm, I'm going to give Denzel the love. Nope. All right, well, what is it for you? The walk away after Will smacked him. Mm. The walk away is so pimpish. I was like, he got his hand on his on his hip. Like in the front, he's smiling, he's smirking, yeah. <laughs> and he saw he saunters away. He don't he don't hurry. He looked at him after the slap as if like you better have my money by the third, and then just walked off as if everything was fine. And he sat there the rest of the night. That shit was insane. I was like, he's still there. Oh, oh, the other hilarious tweet that I just remember someone was like, if you had told me that a Grammy award winning rapper was gonna slap the shit out of a comedian tonight, I would have put my entire life savings on Kanye. So here's this though. Somebody says that sample is going to be crazy. Somebody somebody <laughs> says something better than that. They said if I told you that there was going to be a nigga moment with Chris Rock and <laughs> and Will Smith, it was not going to be a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith don't got a customer's rap yo, records. <laughs> that shit is yo, yo, that was the other one. It was like a meme that like how happy is Eminem right now? It's like, yes, Will's coming to the dark oh, yeah. side because <laughs> Will Smith don't got a custom in his raps to sell records. I, I know, but he also beefed with Eminem. So I feel like Will, I feel like Eminem's probably like, y'all take all those disses back, homie. You know what? Fuck it. I'm good. No, that's I'm what I'm saying. Like, I think he's proud. I think he's like, oh, you finally embraced your inner shady. See, I, <laughs> I, I, I like I like the fact that I like the fact that it's being addressed. The part that made it, I've realized I think I was embarrassed because you know me, I don't even get embarrassed. So like I usually get embarrassed for other people. I'm like, damn, that's yeah. rough for you. Was when I was at work 
and we had an all directors meeting, right? And there's, I think, eight people in the room. I'm the only black person in the room. And then all of these white people just want to talk about what happened. I'm just like, this is family business. Like my mom was like, yo, this is like family business. Like, what the fuck y'all don't talk about family business? Uh, and I didn't say a word. They all were like, they all kept looking at me waiting because I'm one, I'm the only person in the entire room from Philadelphia, I believe. Two, I'm the only black man in that room. So they were looking like, you want, you want to comment? And I, just, I literally just smirked at them, didn't say one word. And it was like, okay, next agenda item. I'm like, good. Thank you for moving on. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a, it's a wild one. Do you think in a thousand years, hypothetical thousand years, when they write the history of America, this would be told as if it was like a fight between gods like Zeus and and, and Thor and all of that shit, like Greek mythology. You think when they when they describe in Philadelphia, yes, because these are gods. Yeah, these are gods. That's the crazy thing. It's like Will seems like the most unflappable dude, which is the craziest part of this all. Although I did learn, um, I thought this was good call um by cho um cho manual Acho. Uh, um that yeah hook him that I, I guess a lot of this stemmed back from i didn't know this about will but from his autobiography of feeling like a coward his entire life which i, I think I, I, bet, I, th- I think that's probably giving it too much credit than it was just he totally lost his shit i mean he even laughed at the joke but I don't even think he lost his shit. See, I think so. All right, this is a Maurice take. I haven't heard anybody really talk like this. I don't think Will Smith lost his shit. I don't think Will Smith even acted impulsively. I think Will Smith acted very cerebral and calculated because Chris Rock has been saying shit since 2016 when he yeah, posted that. Right? Cool. That was 2016. It's 2022. Still saying shit. Cool. I'm laughing at your joke. My wife isn't happy. Right. You know how long that walk is on that stage? And to get there, he could have pretended to slap. He could have grabbed the mic and said, yo, she got a medical condition. Stop talking about it and walked off. To me, if this was in a court of law. That was like, some real Philly like, shit, by the way. Like that, 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 that's what I said. You, you know, when you said it as well, you can take the boy out of Philly. <laughs> <laughs> because Philly, Philly, the Philly dude, Joe. I have never met somebody who acted off impulse that committed a crime. That shit was all calculated. It wasn't yeah. like, you know, in the moment, it was like, no, nah, we're going to get them tomorrow. It's like, tomorrow? They robbed you today, though. Like, we can just go ahead and like, no, 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 we're going to get them tomorrow. And like, to me, Will was just, when he when he decided that he was going to slap him, he was already in that chair. I don't mm. think that, I don't think he was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I think he's like, I'm about to slap the shit out. Yeah. This is going to happen. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to do. And I don't think he broke. I don't think any of it. I think that he just got to the point where he, he understood that the ramifications were worth the squeeze of that juice in the moment. I'm not saying that it was well planned out. What do you think, think of the, the those... speech after winning Best Actor? Yeah, because he didn't even apologize to Chris Rock. He just apologized right. to everybody but Chris Rock. So to me, that says a lot where it's just like, okay. I mean, the best part of his speech was Denzel. So, As always. I, I actually didn't even see the full speech. I just saw caught some of the snippets online. But You caught the Denzel part, though, right? Um, in the speech, yeah, because he because Denzel yells to him on the stage, I love you, Will, and he stops his speech and looks at him like, I love you, D. And then he he tells the crowd what Denzel told him after the after he hit him. What did he say? He said, D told me, Should I try to do it like him? <laughs> D, I love you, Denzel. I love you, D. D, D told me, he, he said, Remember, be careful. At your highest moments, that's when the devil comes. Denzel, I mean, I, th- I think I put him over Hanks now. I, I know we talked about how Hanks mm-hmm. is right there. I think Denzel's above See, I still need to watch you, Macbeth. Well, no, no, but I was about to say, I was about to say, and you just watched Training Day. So that's a great that's a great opinion right now. You've seen all of their whole career to this point, and you just went back to his greatest movie, probably. And, and I just did that with Forrest Gump within the last couple of years as well. I don't, I'm not a Forrest Gump guy, dude. Ain't that crazy? Like, I'm one of the few that I don't think Forrest Gump's a good movie. Really? I think Tom Hanks kills it, but I don't think it's a good movie. I, I can understand that. But I mean, it's still yeah. a great performance from Tom Hanks. Yeah, Tom Hanks crushes it. I've never seen Tom Hanks not be great. Right. Just like Denzel. He's not always in great movies, but he's always great. Is it weird that like another movie of Denzel that I haven't seen is one that I know someone who is in? Which movie? Uh, the Equalizer. Dude, I love The Equalizer. I love The Equalizer. You know when he's on the phone with uh, the FBI agent? Yeah. Yeah, the FBI agent uh, painted our house. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Good dude, dude. The equalizer. I'll watch the equalizer with you. Like you tell me, you throwing it on. I'll put it on at the same time. Okay. I love the equalizer I'll, I'll, that we'll, much. We'll sync up. And 
in real talk. Did I ever, have no. I never told you this story about this guy? Hold on. Before you get to that story, I got to say this about the equalizer. Yeah. Denzel has only done one, one sequel in his life, and it's the Equalizer 2. Mm-hmm. And the Equalizer 2 is also dope. All right, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do a movie night. Um, I actually own the Equalizer 2 on like Amazon Prime or something. Okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll have to use your login then. Oh, but sure, I'm, sure. I'm shocked I've never told you this story. I mean, um, I have heard the story, but the listeners haven't. I know the story. Yeah. The, the breakfast story? Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. So this was, so I mean, he was at our house, obviously after filming the equalizer he's like one of the weirdest most eclectic people you've ever met got a call back to be where do i fall on that list by the way his is weirder and i'll tell you why um he went to law school for like a bit and like i think technically he got through he inherited like land in latvia like an entire like apartment complex that he's still not seeing the difference still not seeing completely like went to just do that um (laughs) And then got a call back to be on, like, in the main cast of Friends. I think he was going to play Joey. I mean, Friends um, are just white, white, living single, but okay. Yeah, but, he, you know, he had that Joey tan. Um, mm-hmm. Sicilian, they say. But, yeah, he, he said he was on set for the Equalizer. He was supposed to be on camera, by the way, in that scene. And then they realized that no one wants to see some random dude. This is how he told it. No one wants to see some random dude versus where they can just watch Denzel all, all the time in that scene <laughs> i was like okay i can i can kind of understand that though um but yeah he was like yeah it was like early morning went to went to get food breakfast just went and sat down anywhere random first open spot i saw was eating 10 minutes into eating his breakfast he turned and realized he's been sitting next to denzel the entire time and he said that denzel was like everything that you would want denzel washington to be that makes me very happy. I mean, I knew the story, but I love the fact that Denzel is still dope, man. Because a lot of times when you meet somebody at that caliber, they are not that dope and they disappoint you forever. But the fact that that's not the case with Denzel, right? Shay Magnifique, man. I, Shay I, I finally Magnifique. got around to watching him on Jesus and Marrow in the last week or so as well. Oh, yeah. The interview. Yeah, that yeah. was good. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, he's, he's just, still so New York. Yeah. He's just the best. He just said, and you know, it means something for me to love a New Yorker in any way. So I'll say this though. When I said that the best actor of our generation is Tom Hanks, he's not my favorite actor though. Well, I mean, uh, Denzel is easily my favorite actor of this generation. I just got, I just, you know, game recognized game. Mm-hmm. And, I, and the reason why I put Tom Hanks slightly, it's not even that far off. I think Tom Hanks has a stronger portfolio than Denzel from top to bottom. But I think Denzel have the best Better movies. If we're talking about, if, no, I wouldn't even say their performances. You can say wash, but if we're talking about the better movies, I think Denzel has a doper top three or top five than Tom Hanks does. Mm. So in a in a if you were to take the entire catalog, you're going maybe Hanks, but in a versus mm-hmm. where you got your top ten, top twenty, you're going. Denzel. I'm going Denzel. Yeah. So that's why I give I give well, the nod. Then again, of course, Denzel's going to win a versus. Like it's just yeah, a cultural yeah. thing too. <laughs> I, I don't know though. Chet Hanks might might uh, ghost right for Tom. You know, Yo, that's one of my. Uh, speaking of funny tweets, that's one of my favorite things. I forget what Tom's other son is named, but it's something like super, like, Wonderbread type of name. Like and it Chet? Was like, no, no, they were like, no. If you name your kid this, you get this. If you name your kid Chet, you get a Chet. <laughs> Not touching that, but keep going. Yeah, man. <laughs> Shaba Hanks, baby. Shaba Hanks. <laughs> What's his other son's name? Hold on, I got, I got to find this now. Yeah, as you pull it up, I'm gonna say something else about um the Will Smith thing. Yeah, it's it's one of those things too where I'm not sure people are outraged because it happened or they're outraged because it happened on a white platform, mm. and that's a hard thing to digest. That's really a hard thing to digest because it's expected at black platforms, even though it rarely happens at black platforms as well. Um, and like, even though the response from the Academy Awards, where they were like, we're looking, we're, they basically said they're doing an investigation on what they should do about it. And I'm like, you gave Roman Polanski an Oscar after he fled the country for pedophilia. So you telling me that a guy attacking another grown man is on the same level, if you're not going to pull back any, and they never took back his Oscar either. Well, so, that, that was the crazy thing. Was like, oh, they might make Will Smith bring back stuff. It's like Harvey Weinstein has like eighty-five. You dig me? So, what are we talking about here? 
I don't agree with it. I don't think it was right. However, I do. I oh, do. His subscribe. other son's name is Colin, by the way. Colin ain't that white. I've never met a black Colin, but <laughs> I guarantee you. I guarantee I've you. There's more. Have you met many black chets? I'm about to say. I guarantee you. There's way more white chets than there are uh, not black Colin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't feel qualified to run the uh, actuary you know scales on this. You know why I'm going to say that? Because there are Irish people who are black, like legitimately mm-hmm. black, and they could be named Colin. Where in the fuck you going to find black Chets? Chechnya? Chechnya? <laughs> you going to have to go to Chechnya, but like they're all named Chechnya. Chechnya. Yeah, Chechnya. It's like Muhammad. <laughs> yeah. Yo, is Chet the white Muhammad? Like the white version of the... Of the- <laughs> The origin. Let's see. What's the Chet name origin? Chet is a masculine in every game of often a nickname for Chester. Okay, now it's getting whiter, but yeah, because Chester County is mad black in Philadelphia area. I know. Which means fortress or camp is an uncommon name. (laughs) Of course it is. (laughs) Uh originated as a surname to identify people from the city of Chester, England. Means walled town is Chet a good name? Well, shout out to Chet Jim is Randolph. a name that hints you are humanitarian and a generous individual. Look what yo, look at white history. That anyone, don't even, can like, say, <laughs> anyone can say that. Yeah, that's white, I, that's I, white I feel history. like these are just on the baby. Wait, 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 wait. You like, just hit on a point. You said anybody can say that. That's the definition of white history. Yo, what happened in America? Whatever we say. I'm like, where are you right? <laughs> What's mine? Mine's gonna be like, actually, it's bad because it's Russian. My name is my name means like uh, darkness over the horizon or something. I think that feels racially charged. One hundred percent. I'm like mine means French. God is gracious. Ivan means God is gracious. Yeah. In what language? Gaelic, Russian. God Actually, no. Sorry, have, it's, it's derived from Hebrew. They have God in Russia. No, it's Hebrew. They got God in no. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the there's a different pronunciation if you're Serbo-Croatian. What you know? They got God and Cro- no. <laughs> yeah, his name is Stipe. Shout out to Dario and Krokop. And shout, Dario. Shout, shout out to Dario's old teammate. You know, we haven't talked Dope. about him in 20 episodes. Listen, man, he's the Doug Flutie of basketball. No, I think I think we were learning Tyrese Rice might be the Doug Flutie of basketball. Tyrese Rice might be the Doug Flutio life. <laughs> I mean, you, somebody you got somebody got to be. The, hopefully. Speaking of which, I was wearing my Isaiah Miles merch at uh, work Shout today. Out to Zeke. I was I was very disappointed that no one was like, "Who is that?" It's because he's already known. Come on, man. I actually doubled up. I, I had the, I had the hoodie and the T-shirt on today. I was really repping. I'm gonna keep it real, man. If I start dropping merch and you don't cop, we gonna have to slap. I got you. Uh, no, that's done. I got some dope ideas. My favorite moment was Zeke. Because we, we took a class together his senior year, my junior year. Mm-hmm. And like I, I will always give him credit for this. There was one day where he, as one of the senior captains, they were going up to play in Columbia, and he stayed back to attend like the test like review before the test class. Test prep class. Yeah. yeah. And I always respect that. But I'll never forget studying for finals. And he came up to us in the library, and we were chatting about whatever – Shit was gonna be on the final, and he just goes, "Yeah, can you explain this like base, whatever this baseball thing was?" He goes, "I don't know shit about baseball." (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I'm gonna keep it real, man. America fell America by not working hard enough to keep the blacks in baseball. I really feel like that, man. Like to this day, the coolest baseball players of all time, almost all of them are black, and we barely play the sport now. Uh, Black or Dominican, yeah. See, Dominicans are a different level. I consider them like they I think they were God tier for me when it comes to cool. Like I don't even look at them as like normal people. You know what I'm saying? It's also, like, there's like, also cool versus like swagged out. And those are different. Dominicans are more swagged out than black baseball players, in my opinion. I, I that, that's they, that's where I agree. Like, yeah, okay, like to so, me, yeah. CC, cool. Mm-hmm. Like CC, I don't know. I never look at CC and be like, you're swagged out. No, CC was not swagged. Manny was swagged Ramirez. Swaggy. Yeah. <laughs> Even with yeah. the pine tar. So I, I've never seen so many players on one team rock a clean Jerry curl. Well, as clean a Jerry curl as you can on a baseball field with Pedro Manny. Oh, you said, oh, you're going straight baseball. Okay. I was like, there's a yeah. lot of football teams with some Jerry no, curls. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm talking strictly baseball. But the, the Pedro Manny one where their celebration was 
rubbing their jerry curls on one another. Like that's not a not cool that's not a cool thing. No, that's bad. But that's it's bad. swagged out. <laughs> that's bad. It's definitely swagged out, but that's definitely bad. Dude, was there a number 53 you had? Oh uh, no, it was Will. It was Will being 53, but escalating Will. That's what I got. <laughs> yeah, real, two peas in a pod. <laughs> oh man. So it, it like I hope everything is resolved. It'll never be the same, but we did work. We did watch. There's only two. So to me, there's two things in my lifetime that I watched on TV that is going to be relevant for the rest of my life. And that was one of them. Was Kanye the other one? No, the other one was 9 11. I didn't watch that live. You know, I, didn't I, know, watch I watched TV that shit live. I was. I was bitching. I was, <laughs> I was starting, they're going to draft my brother. I was, <laughs> you were looking like your grandmother after JFK. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I was 11. I don't know why I knew about the draft at 11. And I was like, they're going to draft down. <laughs> and then yeah. I think I was fine because I was like, oh, I get to keep your sneaks though. Like I was like, I'm a ruthless kid. <laughs> Way to find the silver lining, my friend. I was fucked up. Yeah, man, I know. you should have started Silver Linings Playbook. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been, it would have started in a poppy store in the hood instead of at Landmark Diner. Yeah, that would be uh, ill. What would that do with that movie? Oh, so, sp- speaking of Philadelphia um, food, I got so excited. I was talking to a, another leader at work, and he was like, "Oh, I, was, I, I missed your message on Friday. I was driving down to Philly." Mm-hmm. I was like. And he tried to move on with the conversation, which I abruptly put a stop to. I said, why are you in Philadelphia? Don't bury the lead. Yeah. He goes, oh, my, my, my wife went to Temple, which took everything not in me. I don't know him well enough to talk, start talking shit about, like, quiet. You know, you know what's funny? That's how I know you become an adult, man, because I know you still can't. I know you can't do that about Villanova. He's like, yeah, my wife Villanova. Like, yeah, fuck that bitch. Yeah. What I'm trying to ask you is. But, but, that, but see, but that one goes deeper because that was my dad, too. But, um, yeah, so I, I immediately, because he was like, oh, my wife went to Temple. I go, okay, that's cool. Did she take you to get a cheesesteak and where? That, that was my first response. And I can happily report he went to a legitimately good place. He didn't Let's go to Del Sandro's, but, and that's why I said you got to go there next. But he went to Jim's, which. which Jim's is my favorite popular one. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Does yeah, Dallas Hunter, is that popular. that's not popular enough to you to fall into that category? Or I like Jim's more than you like Jim's more. I like Jim's more than Dallas Andros. And to me, <clears throat> it's not even just about the sandwiches. It's about the pace in which you can get the sandwich, the service mm. that you get. That's all the fair. options. All that, that's yeah, all, all fair, that especially Dallas Andros. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, Jim's is is easily my favorite of all of the famous ones. What, what's I, uh, what, what what's your favorite non-famous one? Chubby's. Chubby, well, Chubby's is actually famous. Like, it's weird. Like, when you look at, is like, it? the list and stuff, Chubby's is usually, like, top five, top ten. I'm like, oh, people know about Chubby's, but nobody ever talks about it except for us. Like, I've never heard somebody out in the wild. <laughs> I've never heard of someone Chubby's. be like, yeah, so Chubby's. But maybe Dude, maybe it is that saying that out loud. It's like, you're like, yeah, yeah that doesn't sound I'm that apt. But I don't, I'm not proud of this. You ready? I'm not proud of this. I've gotten shit faced twice inside of Chubby's. They got a full bar. He's in there getting <laughs> smiggity act. I was like, yo, Chubby's is out I mean, here pouring like, those heavies. With my brother, my brother does to have like right? a ton of like Instagram followers or something though. No, I was. I remember when I was on Instagram, they had like less than me. I think they had less than me when I was on Instagram. They, they got, got twelve hundred right now. Yeah, they had I think five or six or something. So I used to repost these stuff just to like get that traction. And then also hope that one day they'll let me they'll sponsor me. You know, like what I mean? Jim's Never has oh, like almost eight thousand. Yeah. Also, shout out it's to crazy. Paul Felder who who follows Jim's on on Instagram. Paul Felder follows Jim. Shout out to Paul <laughs> Felder, man. Yeah, true Philly guy. We out here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, what's the great thing about that is too, like, so Chubby's has a full bar, but you know, none of them are bartenders. So like, we went in there. I remember the first time we got smiggity smack. Right, my brother don't drink really. He drinks only wine, and it has to be white wine because he's racist. So like we we were in there and he was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, update. He didn't get drafted. <laughs> He's well and good and has all his sneakers. Uh, and he, Unfortunately uh, for Reese, dude, he was in there like, yo, let's get Long Island. I was like, what? <laughs> like, and that's I, a wild, like, that's a wild Island? thing to order, dude. I, I was like, you want a Long Island icy with a cheesesteak? He was like, yeah, let's do that. I was like, who's driving back? Like, I was like, who the fuck is driving back? He was like, I'm the works there, probably. Dude, 
reordered those Long Island ICs. They first off, they mixed them. Guess what? Guess what kind of cup they mixed them in? If you had to guess, um, Long Island Chubbies will be mixed in. I'm picturing like the the plastic like um, mm-hmm. like fountain drink, like cafeteria fountain drink. Mm. That, you know what, that's you know what I'm call. saying? Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. a great call. They mix them in a fucking milkshake cup. Hell yeah. big- <laughs> <laughs> So I'm watching her. She in there. I'm like, what does it, what does it regular- say about me that now I'm like the next time I'm in Philly, I want to go get wasted on Long Island at <laughs> and like I I want to have four Long Islands before I order a cheesesteak. Dog, I'm gonna <laughs> be like, oh, would you like to order food? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. I'm getting in my zone. I'm getting in my zone. So this is I'm gonna read you this, right? I'm gonna read you a warning, right? It says this is for a liquor. This is for a liquor that I don't know why it's legal, and it says. Do not pour this product in the presence of a flame or intense heat, nor add it to any already flaming dish, cocktail, or dessert. Number two bullet point out of three. All of this, I'm not going to say which one it is yet, all of this alcohol may flare up and burn when ignited, possibly with an invisible flame. Third point, this is shit that you can buy to drink. Third point, do not remove or puncture the flame arrestor in the top of the bottle. Removing the flame arrestor may cause the content of the bottle to become ignited and intense flame will occur. That's what I felt like with those Long Islands. I, I sipped that shit. I was like, the only water, the only thing in this that is not pure, pure death is the ice. And I didn't yeah. even ask for ice. I was like, I, this I is think, uh, I think last time I had a Long Island, Island was that. What was that? That was 151 rum. That's what's on the back of the bottle. When you, <laughs> I was like, this is so insane. I, I, th- I think the last time I ordered a Long Island was at Brian Callen's show. Good. That's where you should have it. Get get sloshed yeah. at a Brian Collins show. Yeah. Dog, 151 rum is $18. Yeah. That I, should see, not be I, $18. We were talking about this. I, I A couple of us really got upset at this. Other, I won't say upset. We questioned his integrity as a drinker. When he said that he would in college purchase and drink Belvedere. Okay. Uh, and I was like, no, nah, that's too much. Why are you spending that much on, on alcohol? All right. I'm, can I shoot him some bell? What's that? Can I shoot him some bell? Can I shoot? That's a phrase. Yeah. Can I shoot him some bell? Can I, I, I get him out kinda, of this? I actually didn't hear you. Okay. I got you. I'm going to shoot him some bell. When you were in college, when you got to a certain age and you were trying to attract a certain type of female, see, they he, used he to did mention at, that. He did mention that. They yeah. used to look at what kind of alcohol you use. Are you still drinking Pinnacle? <laughs> You're not getting any ass. Like it'll be like Damn. that. They'd be like, oh, I got that Belvedo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you tell me that my hurricane high gravities weren't weren't doing the job? It was doing a job for uh for certain me. types of chicks. <laughs> or or, or for or for like the four dudes that we were we were all drinking the same thing. Yeah. To me, uh, certain types of chicks are equated to four dudes. The type of chicks Brian Collins was going, I'm assuming this was Brian Collins. The type of chicks Brian Collins was going after in college at some point probably only wore sundresses, even in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> Where Brian Collins go? Did he go to college? <laughs> so they're not drinking Pinnacle. They're going to need something a little higher class. He went to American for sure. Wow. Yeah. That's a super conservative school. At the at least it used to be. People forget he's uh Filipino. Mm-hmm. Well, part Filipino. Well, naturally Filipino. And he speaks like five languages yeah. too. He's, it's he's amazing a, what accusations would do to your reputation, even when they're unfounded. Or associating too long with Brendan Chop. No, that just gives you CTA. I think Brian Callen like has just like life ct at this point i think he has residual cte from being in direct contact with shop for so long <laughs> ages <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait when king and the scene comes out this week which has been they they have fucking torn down their show and it's so bad but hold on before you say anything, before oh, you say anything no yeah, just, i can't yeah i can't wait for british to be like i would have beat will smith up and it'd been like you think people are coming to your comedy you think you're going to be hosting oscars with your comedy is that what we talking about let's get we're we getting real I right mean, now it, it, just, won't, it won't make me more less likely to watch but that's just because i'm not watching already i used to love king and the thing and then they kind of they fucked it all up with the way in which they chose to go about things but it is what it is i guess it is what it was dude they had a great thing going man and then you know and then they added brendan Chop. the sting the the, <laughs> the king part was great the sting not so hot 
But you know what? I disagree because it revealed how great everybody else was when you had to bounce it off of Brenda. Fair. And something I'll give him a lot of credit for, he's very loyal. Who's job? Yeah. Yeah. Like he could have hired so many different people, but Chen's still there. Cat's still there. Chappelle's I do respect that. I do respect that. I can respect that. I'm not saying that it's something I don't, I'm not saying that I, I want to work for him, but I appreciate like he even keeps using like a little browse the rapper to remix all these songs. And I know it's gonna sound like hate. He's not that great of a rapper. Can he rap? 100%. Burn Shop? 100%. Oh, oh, the rapper. No. Lil I was going to say, is Burn Shop's dropping music? <clears throat> no, but he has a Thick Boys Records. <laughs> <laughs> that, that just feels like somehow appropriation of Biggie. Listen, man. As they say, she's for the streets. That's what hip-hop has become. She's for the streets. Anyone can get in. And when you in, you better not be wearing protection. Unless you're Brandon you know, Schaub. Oh, so, I, I don't need that many small shops running around. In my, on my way home today, right? I had to go pick up these brewskis because, you know, I can't do this pot without them. That's Teddy. I <sighs> All right, Spoiler so, alert, might be my 54. Shocker. But um, an old song came on called Murdergram. <clears throat> came out, in, I think, 1999. It's off of the Streets' is Watching album. I think it was 1999 when the Streets' Watching album came out. And DMX is, is, is Jay-Z, Ja Rule, and DMX, right? They used to have a group together. <laughs> and DMX is the last one to go. And, you know, RIP to my guy, X. I love DMX. I'm listening. And this motherfucker said, <laughs> if she burn me, I'm giving that shit to 30 bitches and a roadie bitch. I was like, what? <laughs> if she burned me, I'm giving that shit to 30 bitches. And I'm, I, I feel like, I'm like, I feel like a bunch of those lines you could use the Kevin Hart uh we ain't gonna move past what you just said like you ain't said what you just said <laughs> that's what and he just sort of kept flowing i'm like yeah hold on he got pause the song i'm in my car like if she burns me i'm giving it to 30 bitches i'm like because he said he said if she burned me i'm giving it to 30 bitches these dirty bitches something like that and i'm like you yeah. can't blame 30 other women because you got, <laughs> and you're not gonna take the penicillin you got shot? the clap <laughs> no it's a shot in your ass or a pill you're just like nah dog like <laughs> retribution dog that's and that's a crazy thing the 90s was so different man yeah speaking of me you listen to mgk's new album yet i have not no me and i thoroughly i thoroughly told me i can't so no, i thoroughly <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed, thoroughly enjoyed his last album. Like yeah. it was, it was on my top rotation last year or two years ago. No, last year, no, it's 2020. It was on my top rotation in 2020. It was, it was real, real dope. The reason why I haven't listened to it, I have it saved on my phone. I have it there. I can go to it whenever I want. I haven't listened to it for three main reasons. One, I don't like how much more pop this all appears, like with the pink tomatoes and the, mm-hmm the mainstream sellout like i look like the tickets to my downfall i was like okay that's punk it felt real this yeah. is like and i knew it was pop punk but it was still punk but this feels way too more pop than punk and i was like okay not really digging that i didn't like the single at all the emo girl shit that shit was terrible i thought i thought that shit was so bad and i get it you know we love travis bark on this podcast that's my guy he also was a drummer for the grammys last uh on sunday Love me some Travis. I love what he did with Willow's album. I thought that was fucking dope. Yeah. I love what he did with, with uh, MGK's album. I thought that was dope. This shit is becoming a little bit too much for me, where it's like, I get it. Too poppy. Trying to repeat poppy. the same sound over. Not yeah. even just the pop. It all sounds the same, and it don't even sound that good. Like, I think that I have to do, people might kill me for this. I think the best pop punk musicians of all time might, might, this is a caveat, I didn't say R, might be Blink-182. A lot of they shit sounded like Blink-182, but it didn't all sound exactly the same. Yeah, and I feel like that's where MGK is like, we could all love Tickets to My Downfall. It's like, okay, this is like a rookie album, basically. For a guy mm-hmm. that we know, but it's a rookie album. Shout out to Eminem. Right, but this one is... Yeah, it can't it can't sound the same, simply put. Because then that, that, that's a something. No, the jo- okay. Joiner told me I shouldn't yet, so... That's what my guy. Well, you know what he did. He apologized. Oh, did he? Okay, I didn't. He I came that. out like the next day. He was like, "Yo, dog, I'm sorry, Machine Gun Kelly, man. I was losing my shit, and maybe I think I'm a bigger. I'm just trying to use his voice. And, you know, man, maybe I think I'm a bigger artist than I actually am. And then <laughs> that's, not bad. that's not a bad joiner, especially because half my throat was kind of closed up. So the fact I could still get that out, feel good about it. But yeah, he apologized to it. He said I was wilding, but he also said, you know, maybe I just got to work harder. You know, what I mean, I can't be out here expecting people to give me something I think I deserve if I don't really have. But I respect that, man. I think that 
I kind of think that things like Twitter, I think it, this is what I think, right? You ready? <clears throat> I think Four. Twitter should be like ATMs that don't exist. Follow me. You can get money out of an ATM any point in the day. Why the fuck you need money at 4 a.m.? I'm just saying, you're not doing anything positive with that money. It's going to go bad for you. I feel like tweeting should be the same way. That's how I feel about news channels. I I feel about that way about news channels. I was like, I think that like, and and this isn't to get political or anything, but this was really something that stirs up around like, you know, election season or whatever. It's like, these news stations should not be allowed to air things 24 hours a day. You should be allowed to air two to three hours or like you get your five o'clock, your seven o'clock, your 10 o'clock. You get an hour slot. Say the hour's worth of news that's most important for that day. And move on. All right, so. Because then, you, it, it, like, I feel the same way. It's like, I don't need to watch these talking heads. Same thing with sports shows. Show me the fucking highlights. Keep, let's keep it moving. All right, I agree with that one. I agree with that one, unless that's what I tuned in for. However, I would say the news thing is harder because I feel like too many people have too much excess now. So you kind of need a 24-7 news cycle so that you know what the fuck is going on in a place where you don't live. Like, I wouldn't be surprised at 3 a.m. on a Sunday, Texas is like, you know what? We're succeeding again. It's like, yo, no, 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 no. I need to know that at 3.01. I need to know that at 3.01 so I know where to not move at. But, but you can get that on Twitter. So you don't need I don't have Twitter, though. I don't have Twitter. That's your problem. No, it's y'all problem because I'm just amazing on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's you really need to bring bring the Instagram back for. I thought about hours. bringing one of my social medias back, and I was trying to debate on which one I should. I thought about it for like a, uh, a, a ima- week. Imagine if you just don't bring any of the normal ones back, and then just start going hard on TikTok. <laughs> like no, no, I'm I'm completely disowning the previous. So shit. I got to be honest, TikTok wears me out. I feel like How's it's a pedophilia that? app. Oh yeah, we've talked about this. That shit wears me out. I get it; the algorithm would change if you give it, but like, how much do I got to look at that looks like? kid yeah that before i get to what i really want to see like that shit wears me out man i get that but yeah no i, I think the instagram bring that back for 24 hours just you can't put, do it for 24 hours what do you mean? so when i accidentally so i accidentally uh reactivated my account right after i like i ended my stuff because i was i was on my laptop and then i went excuse me instagram popped up and i clicked on it and then i had an automatic sign in that i accidentally hit on i was like oh shit so I went to go deactivate it, and they told me I had to wait like seven days. It was like, we can't automatically deactivate uh, it. See, that's his point. I was going to say, come back. Just drop the Tom Brady Migos picture. No caption. Oh, that's my last one. I know. It's already no. there. Like, literally, that's my last post. I was say, just, no, no, but just, oh, no, no. Then what you does. do is you, you log back in. You just repost that same post to your story, and then just delete the app. See, but that's dangerous because then people are gonna try to talk, talk to me like, "Yo, Reese, where you been?" And it's gonna be like I'm ignoring them. That's cool. They ignored you for the last two years. Some of those people probably didn't. <laughs> <laughs> then, you, then you respond to those people. I mean, I mean, I thought I really thought about it. I was like, I thought to myself, I was like, the app I probably would end up bringing back if I was to bring one back would probably be Twitter, just because it's mm, just because it's less of a. At least when I was in the Twitter world. Hello, Twitter world. At least oh, when I was oh, in the Twitter yeah, world. He, oh, he had a post about the Will stuff. He's like, I get he it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I understand where he's coming from. <laughs> I was like, OJ I was like you shouldn't. <laughs> what do you think history is going to say about OJ Simpson? That Heisman campaign is pretty good. Ain't that crazy? He still has his Heisman. And he took away Reggie yeah. Bush's. Yeah, Reggie doesn't have his. Crazy. That's insane, dog. That's insane. It's the same way that they don't let Bonds or Schilling or any of those guys in for the character clause, but Ty Cobb and Cap Answer and the Hall of Fame. And how they wouldn't let Shoeless Joe <laughs> Joe in. He didn't even do shit. He just happened to be on the same team. He was like, well, he was fuck y'all. Like, he was crushing. He was like, dog, I didn't do anything. They, well, they, they made an entire movie about how much he was crushing Dude, they literally was like, you ain't snitched, so fuck I feel like half of why Field of Dreams was created was like, it's been 70 years since yeah, this. It's been 70 years since yeah. the scandal. Let's remind people that he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Like, it's how many insane. people learned about Shoeless or Jackson because of Field of Dreams? Everybody that's alive today. Nobody who's living today didn't know about Shoeless Joe Jackson until that movie. Yeah. That's insane, I, man. I love that movie. Sorry. That's a, that's a great one. Kevin Costner at his prime, man. His prime lasted a long time, though. I give him his props. His prime was like twenty five years. 
You even draft day? Is that like the, the last? Uh, one? Yeah, I go all the way up to that. Like, I wasn't a fan of like a lot of his stuff he did, but he was balling. Like, he was he was selling yeah. out. He was he was getting. He, he had that one uh, fake clip of him going off too. That uh, was a good. Oh one. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was fake for a while. I was like, oh damn, God, <laughs> yeah, good, good acting. <laughs> That's also one of those things where I don't even know where I sit with a lot of this stuff. I can't trust an actor. Mm. Like, I I have a hard time. Like, if I was to marry an actor. I just would go with the opposite of everything she says. Yeah, you know I, I, I have a you. feeling that that would become a toxic relationship very quickly if that was your mentality. I know because she needs to be more real. I feel you. She got to figure what, this shit what out. If, what if she was a documentarian? Most documentarians are liars. So what are we talking about? When the last what, time what, you watched? What if she the last watched, March of the Penguins? When the last time <laughs> she didn't get the she didn't get the ice cap story? She didn't talk to the ice caps. No. <laughs> When the last time you watched a, a, a documentary people were talking a lot about where they actually had two sides in it? Planet Earth. How long ago was that? I mean, I've watched it in the last couple of years. But... No, no, no. How long ago did it come out? Um, pretty closer to 10 years. So... Ain't that crazy? When we've had thousands of documentaries. I've documentaries. That, uh, what else have I watched? It was a documentary. I'm always in for anything but a cult or a serial killer. See, I, I got to watch some about orcas that have been recommended to me because that's my favorite animal. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, but you know me. I'm also not much of a cinephile anyway. It's hard to get me to sit to watch something for two hours straight. I wouldn't be really surprised if you watch. I mean, most documentaries aren't two hours long anymore, but I wouldn't be surprised if you watched like 17 documentaries in the last year and didn't even realize they were documentaries. Yeah, probably. I'm sure I have. Like you've seen that oh, series I, I watched on such a great such? one about Jurgen Klopp coming to Liverpool and turning that around and then winning the league. And I didn't really care to have a second side on that because it was on the side of history and, and greatness. Um, like a true European. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> what? I don't know. Yeah, a lot of them go out the door, but if you started reading some off that had come out, I'd be like, oh, I saw that. Who will history remember more? The last 10 U.S. presidents or Vladimir Putin? Mm. Trying to think if I could even name off the last Let's 10. Let's try it. Biden. Biden, Trump, Trump Obese, Obama. George Bush. <laughs> no, no, no. Obese, W. W. Um, the second black president, Clinton. The first black president. <laughs> I'm talking about the second in his list. We already said. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, H. H. Bush. Herbert. Reagan. Well, well, now we're going back too far. I'm gonna say Carter. Carter was after was, Reagan. I thought so. I thought Reagan went until '88, and then oh, you might be right. you're older than me, so I trust you. <laughs> hey, eat a dick. <laughs> Lincoln. <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't too far back. All right, all right. So Reagan Carter, Nixon. Is that? Was he? Yeah, Nixon he was, was in the seventies. Yeah, and Nixon was in the seventies. JFK was in the in the in the mid sixties. Was uh was the OG LBJ in that last time? Mm, maybe. But we got to try that hard. History probably won't remember. That that's what I'm saying. And like so we, we, those, we remember Jimmer, uh, Jimmer, uh, Jimmy Carter more than most, I think. And I think it's because he's still alive. I think it's the only reason. Oh, I was going to say Habitat us. for us, but. Oh, no. Oh, I thought you meant the world. Yeah. No, I'm saying you and I like oh, yeah, probably I remember Jimmy know. Carter easily than others. Uh, let's see. All right. In reverse order. Mm-hmm. Um, Biden, Trump, Obese, W, the second black president. Herbert, Reagan, Carter. Oh, no, it was uh, Ford. Ford, Nixon, okay. and LBJ. So it would have cut off after Nixon. Okay. No relation we to Trump. We, we, we went nine for 10. We're also well, more well-informed than most of the country, probably. Out of those or most 10? people, you also said in his, like, or, or are you saying who's going to be remembered more by the American public? No, no, or? by history in general. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I completely agree. Yeah, I completely agree. Isn't it crazy that Putin's going to be remembered more for, for the picture war? of the horse? Huh? For the picture on the horse? No, I was going to say be remembered more 
for his time in life than the guy who was the first black president in American history or the guy who is on record for possibly killing the world's greatest terrorists ever. If you look at Western side of history, whether it be um, <clears throat> whether it be Bin Laden, whether it be Saddam, whether it be like we killed a lot of big issues when it came to this whole thing, um, Habitat for Humanity, uh, the, the Cold Wars, uh, <laughs> like crack AIDS, like all of this stuff happened under like these presidents rule. I am not a yeah. crook, Watergate, like all of that. And Putin might have no sexual of, relations with that woman. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> that was a pretty really. good bill off the cuff. I did yeah. not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> it, I mean, your impressions have been on today. I'm usually a really good in person. That's what I used to do when I was a kid because I had that many toys because I grew up broke and my brother had all the sneakers. So, like, I used to just look at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 like, I just read it as, like, uh, was it my sister's keeper? I was on my brother's sneakers. It's <laughs> the name of this episode, my brother's sneakers. Yeah, no, that's what I was just thinking. Do you do you think that, um, <laughs> this is how I fucked up. You think the world has already forgotten about the Ukraine? I feel like we've talked about this every week. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's enough where you hear about something. It's like, oh, that's crazy. That's still going on. And you think about it for 12 minutes and then you move on. I think the Ukraine is fortunate that this, this war didn't happen when the Super Bowl weekend was here. Mm. Yeah, ain't no one giving a shit that weekend. Dog, it would have been sad. And, and imagine if it happened during the World Cup. Oh, no. That would have been terrible. Also love the fact that this was this was probably Speaking my of work up, Do you see what happened in uh Egypt today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Mo, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm mad. I actually was just talking to somebody from Egypt, not about Mo, but just in general. And it's they still walling out there. You ever seen how they drive in Egypt? No, like fast. Yo! I'm gonna, listen, I'm gonna send you a video after this podcast. Like fast and furious most, type shit? No, dude, this is the most insane show. One, one, you ready for just one of the one of the crazy facts? Yes. There are no lanes. In all of the like in like what I mean, you know, I mean major like, highways and shit. No, I mean in general. Like they have major highways. Wanted, oh, they must. Well, this was Cairo, so it's the main right. city. That's so like they have streets that are like as big as 10 lanes, and there are no lanes. You just kind of get in where you fit in, you kind of maneuver whatever it. it is. Okay, you're gonna hate this though. There's no there's no one way. You were allowed to go in reverse anywhere, even if it's a one-way street, as long as you're going in reverse. Mm. Dude, I'm going to give you the top three. That's one, that's two. Third one? Third one. <laughs> no passengers have the right of way. I mean, like pedestrians? Yeah. No, nobody. It's <laughs> just straight yeah. up like, fuck them. You got to play Frogger with every chance you get. But you got to remember, if you park your car, you are now a pedestrian. (laughs) (laughs) And there's also like, it's not even like it's so much Frogger where it's like, it's not like you're just looking one way and be like, okay, I got to beat it. Someone might be reversing right back into you. Fuck up. Shout out to Mo, who used to drive four and a half hours each way to practice. Or do we shout him out for being dumb enough to do that? No offense, though. Yeah, but now he's out here balling. That's insane, dude. Like this, I can't wait for you to see this. I'm literally about to send you this because this is like the mo- one of the most insane things I've ever seen. Like this woman from from uh, Egypt sent to me. She was like, "Oh, this is what I was talking about driving in Egypt." And I was like, "It's gonna be a firm no for me, dog." Like what? It's like what? They literally. I feel like this is gonna be like right before <laughs> I moved to Texas and I saw the hailstorms at that point. And it looked like people were dropping bombs in people's pools. Yeah, insane. Same place to live. All right, let's take a look at this. Yeah, as you look at that, it's just like I, I think that yeah, what they did the most was fucked up, man. Come on, man. Like it's, but then again, who am I to comment? Where are they even going though? <laughs> and that's their main city in the whole country. Just think about that. That's how bad Yo, it is in their main. Shout city. out to the bus drivers, first of all. Nope, I can't do it, Doc. I'm not getting on one of the buses. So, okay, so here's an interesting question. Do you think it's safer to be a pedestrian or a driver in this? Oh, driver all day. Long driver. 
driver because because literally there are, there are no lot. laws. This dude almost got run over, and you don't have the right of way. No, it was on a motorcycle. And you don't have the right of way. <laughs> Duh, it's insane, man. It's in, it's insane that a place like that exists where like in a major Europe, city. Yes, let alone anywhere else. And I tell everybody who's listening, please just YouTube driving in Egypt, and you'll just realize that that's not just going straight up against traffic. What what is traffic? That's fair. Imagine trying to parallel park during this. I mean, it's just head on all the time. (laughs) This shit is crazy. This bull's just driving backwards. <laughs> and like there was through. a part in that video where they're like, you're allowed to to do whatever you want long as you honk as you do it or something. I was like, what? <laughs> Yo, that is a New Yorker's wet dream. This place <laughs> is a New York City taxi driver's wet dream. Oh, I couldn't do it, dude. I was so I was so this is gonna sound fucked I feel up. tired I was, watching this. Dude, I was <laughs> I was watching that shit like, why does this exist? Like, how in 2022 is this still a thing? You can't tell me that some of those people wouldn't make great Formula One drivers to have some of the reaction speeds that they must have. Dude, 100%. You can't tell me that everybody in Egypt wouldn't be the best getaway driver to a bank robbery. Yeah, just just weave in and out and and just find find some chaos. I'm I'm pretty sure the plot of Fast and the Furious 10 is going to be in Egypt. I don't hate it. They robbed the pyramids. Oh, man. they, They literally just put it in a pickup truck. The, the rock just rips the top off a pyramid. I mean, the rock ain't gonna be in it, you know. Beef, beef, you know. Do you think that when people die, we forget about their sins? Because Paul Walker allegedly was a was a pedophile, and then he died, and everybody was like, "Paul Walker was the man." I feel like we don't even wait for them to die. How, what, what happens? What, what point in life do we forget about your sins? I don't know. Like people, you, some people. Bill dis- Cosby's blind, and everybody's still calling. Like Tom Hanks, like his current wife was someone he cheated on his last wife with, and like people, some people take infidelity very seriously. Others do not. All right, but there's levels to the sins. Sure, Jim Carrey. I'm pretty sure when he was, or no, Jerry Seinfeld, not Jim Carrey. Jerry Seinfeld, when he was 38, was dating a 17 year old. Technically legal. Weird. Weird. I agree, but technically legal. Depends where you are, which is a problem if that's where you Probably need to illegal. look. It's the, it's the problem if you have to check. I don't think that's the problem, though, because in France, I think the legal age is like 15. Yeah, but they drink at like six, so it's all good. It evens out. So do they do in the South, but here we are. Not wrong. And once again, weird. I don't like it. Like when, I, when we were watching the Oscars, there was this 20-year-old girl on TV who's been in like three major movies this year. And I was like, this is making me so uncomfortable. And my boy was like, why? Isn't she hot? I was like, no, she looks like she's 12 in a dress I can see everything in. This shit yeah. is weird. And I was like, but that's like I the Jerry get- Seinfeld one is like, you know, his whole thing is in persona is like, I'm a clean guy. I don't swear. Like, all right, well, at what point are we going to admit Seinfeld is trash? Like, what, the like, show? what are we doing? All or, of or it. just him. All of it. All of it. His stand up, his show, all of that shit's trash. I don't hate the show. I also haven't watched through it in a long, long time. He's worth $800 million. Was that an $800 million show? No. I'm going to call it trash. If it didn't make any money, I'll be like, okay, it was I. The fact that he made $800 I mean, million. I, I, think, I think he's been lucky that people hate on friends now more. You think that's what made him lucky? Well, one of many things. Can you name a white comedian from the 90s that was relevant? Uh, does Bill Burr from the Chappelle show count? He well, wasn't the 2000s. Oh, you're right. Him, so no. Uh, Lenny Clark. Word. Lenny Clark. That might have been the 80s, though. but yeah, I would say uh, that's a little. But if you think about it, he was the only main white comedian in the 90s, and that's why he came up like that. Because no, I no. think that people changed because he was the white comedian. Carrie Williams. Jerry Carrie didn't do stand up like that though. He was a comedic actor. What about what about Robin? Robin Williams. So I would say Robin Williams is a great pull. However, I would say I don't know if Robin Williams is, is he big clear? in stand up. Would you say he's all clear? He's definitely on the all clear team. But I will also say that a lot of his shit came from the 80s. 
because he was on Living Color to a certain, not Living Color, he might've been on Living Color, but he was like doing a lot of that comedy, comedy shit in the eighties when Eddie Murphy and him was doing it. And then he still did it in the nineties, but he allegedly wasn't like writing stuff. He was taking other people's stuff and just going up there and performing and doing stuff like that. So I will probably give you him. But if you think about it, the two biggest white comedians in the nineties, one killed himself and one isn't funny, but worth $800 million. Which one would you rather be? The one who killed himself probably. Damn, that's saying a lot. <laughs> and, and with that being said, I don't know if we can say we're quite right on that one. That, that's a that's a that's a tough way to wrap with that line. I'm, I don't know how you come back from that. Like, like, do we just stop? <laughs> like, there's so much more to talk about, but I don't know how to. I don't know how to come back on track. I don't know. I, I think I think we need a week. We, we need a week to, to reconvene <laughs> on whatever else we need to talk about. It. I, I think that's where we cut it for the night. <laughs> and we're quite right. 